Welcome to Tell Your Prize Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Uh, hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. I was gonna do the whole, like, cheer routine that Nadine does when she wakes up, but I'm tired. I'm glad you didn't, because I probably would have <laughs> yeah. been, like, yeah, a little... Same. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. would have been a little too much, I think. A little too much, yeah. I have this, the, like, lines in front of me ready to read. I was like, no... No. I'm distressed. I, um... You're bringing a lot of weird bits to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a lot of weird bits. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's a show with a lot of weird bits. It is a show with a lot of... You know what? I'll give you that. A lot of weird bits happening here. <laughs> really just trying to match what the show's pitching us. Alright. Well, one of us has to die, I guess, so... Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not it. Not Ashley? Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Hoisted. I'd like to see you all try. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Luke, what have you done this week? (laughs) Uh, Mostly just fucking edited podcasts because we're, you know, we're at, the light is at the end of the tunnel for that. Yes. The the season finale is out next week. I've just been editing podcasts and editing uh, the game book to have a, a draft you, of it when ready. When you hear this, it'll be up on Patreon. That's true. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Man, by the time this is out, the, the Eidolon season will be over. Shit. Yup. Anyway, uh, today... <laughs> so, they got that new Horizon game coming out on Friday... God, is that this and I figured, Yeah, uh-huh. And I figured, hey, I played the first Horizon for about five hours and then just got, like, distracted and forgot to keep playing it. This seems like as good a time as any to boot that back up, see what's going on in there. So, I just started that up today. Um, I Why feel you, like... You well, made ahead. a decision to do this two days before the new game came out? Yeah, I'm not playing the new game. All right, fair enough. Elden Ring is out in a little over a week. I'm not getting so another fucking true, dude. huge fucking open world game right now. When you hear this I, episode, I honestly, Elden Ring will almost be out. Yeah. I, I was editing the last podcast where you talked about playing Sleeping Dogs as you I saw you tweet, Think you're playing Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah, I never ended up downloading Sleeping Dogs. You're so fucking dumb. Honestly, yeah, I'd probably be having a better time with Sleeping Dogs <laughs> yeah, than I am with Horizon. Way better time. Yeah. I feel like we gotta stop video games from doing the fucking bit where you have a big, long prologue tutorial section where you're a little baby and you grow up as you learn the controls. I'm tired of it. Stop it. 
Does that happen a lot? I feel like it happens enough that I'm sick of it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I, I no longer want to see... I, I don't want to control a shitty little child model that, like, the animators did not have the time or budget to make look like an actual child. Well, here's the thing. The Horizon one is especially bad. It's so bad. Yeah. It's pretty it's really rough. Bad. It looks like the children in Cyberpunk. I haven't seen the children yeah. in Cyberpunk. Now I'm, oh, they now literally I'm just took adults and scaled them down. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Horizon's not Amazing. actually literally that bad, but it's not much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, you know, there's robot dinosaurs, and you can shoot them, and that part's neat. Yeah, I like that part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the... The re- reason I knew New Horizon was coming out because of that stupid post someone made. <laughs> oh yeah, about like which stupid post? What? <laughs> the, there's like the box art has a close up of Aloy's face, and the render is so like high def that you can see like the fine hairs on her face. Oh sure. So po- some idiot was supposed to. Be, hey, why is this woman got a beard? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Chief. I did see that stupid post. I didn't know that was the one we were talking about. Just openly yeah, admitting yeah. that you've never been within, like, a foot of a female person. Frankly, of another human being. Also, yes, literally everybody has fucking facial hair to some extent. Unless they are just, like, shaving it, it's, constantly. It's literally that they have not been close to an actual woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah fucking clown <laughs> but yeah, yeah i don't know that, that game i am almost certainly gonna play about as much of it as i did the first time and then get bored because i don't know it is the only playstation game i have every trophy for damn yep i uh yeah i don't know that type of open world game where it's just like okay we're gonna lay the map out in front of you and now we just got like a little, like, sack of icons, and, oh shit, we dropped it, we dumped it all over the map, oh jeez. I just, uh, I get exhausted by that pretty quick. Uh, turns out I don't. Yeah, that's, that's valid. I, uh, that's why I like I Breath of the I... Wild, because there's fucking nothing to do in that map. Yeah, that's why that game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that game's uh, great. <laughs> I, uh, I think I played Horizon Zero Dawn. If I'm remembering my timelines correctly, I played it, like, immediately after finishing Persona 5. So I was really in a grind set for a minute Yeah, there. you really were. Jeez. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just finally finished the prologue section, so I'm excited to finally get to play that game instead of watching a bunch of cutscenes and then walking around and hitting the talk button a bunch, and then, ooh, here's one fight. Okay, now more cutscenes and talking. Could you just go play Sleeping Dogs for a week? I probably should. Could you just do that instead? Because it sounds like you don't like this. I don't dislike it. It sounds like you dislike it. I'm having an... I'm having the level of fun that I was interested in having today. Will I still be interested in that level of fun tomorrow? Who can say? All right. It is a it is a fine game. <laughs> yeah, that's about all I could say about it. That it's got real pretty lighting. It does. The PS5 upscale looks good. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I feel like you know, it says Zero Dawn right there on the title, but there's some fucking sunrises in there, so I don't know. 
Yeah, who could say? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's the best joke I got. What do you want from me? All right, we're going to go to Ashley instead, then. I got home. I played the first half of the Horizon tutorial. I fell asleep. I woke up. I played the second half of it. Oh, brutal sandwich. (laughs) Listen, I have to wake up at 5 a.m. for work, and my body doesn't like to do that. Does not like to go to sleep in time to have a sufficient number of hours of sleep for that to happen. Last night, I was like, all right, gotta, gotta try to get to sleep earlier. Was asleep by like 9.30. My body was like, oh, okay. All right, so up at 3.30 today, right? Yeah? Okay, here you go, we boss. We gotta compensate. So, yeah. I was awake from 3.30 in the morning. I needed a nap. Damn, that shit sucks. Um, Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah. up at 5.30 this morning. So, see, here's, here's my sleep schedule. I sleep from like, I don't know, 11.30 p.m. to about 5 a.m. on uh-huh. weeknights. Yeah. And then I sleep from like 11 p.m. to 10 a.m. on my weekend. <laughs> so that's how I recover. Yeah, with time zone changes, uh, you were probably still awake when I woke up this morning. Might have been. That's not true. That You're, you're not. No, no, you're right. I did the math wrong. I, I double close, added though. the time zone. Yeah, not, it's close, not far. Ashley. Hello. It was my birthday. Hell yeah! It was Ashley's it was Ashley birthday. Day. That's right. Um, I went to. You know uh, what? This my episode came out last week or uh, today when we're recording this. And I haven't seen a single fucking happy birthday off of it. I think that's fucked up. Fuck. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Damn. not to not to derail this thing. You went to your girlfriend's. <laughs> I went to my girlfriend's, and I had her play Breath of the Wild for the first time. Uh, and I was just sitting there going, like, man, this game rules. <laughs> <laughs> this game's so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm being polite. She I'm really know- <laughs> No, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, and I thank you for that. But it was just a... Uh, a lot of fun times. Uh, she has never played anything, like she has not really heard anything about it. <laughs> so, didn't she work with you? Yeah, not on that. Okay. Uh, and so she was very surprised by like the the size of the world and like the amount of stuff, like. She was like, oh, I don't just get, like, the Master Sword instantly. <laughs> oh, wow. No. So she was kind of going in blind. Yeah. Dang. The only thing she knew about was Femboy Link. Wow, okay. Uh, And then, like, later on, she said, like, you know, like she got like some out uh, outfit stuff, and she's like, "Oh yeah, like now he looks like a a good fantasy hero. Now he looks like he could fight some dragons." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Ah uh-huh, yeah." And she's like, "Not that there's dragons in this game, but yeah, no, of course, mm-hmm. of course not." Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, so that was a lot of fun. I I had a good birthday. I uh I I took the day off, uh, and then. My body was like, no, you're going to take the day off and decided to get sick. Yeah. Uh, the next day. So mm. that's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's why you can never let your defenses down. Not for a mm-hmm. second. Yes. And uh, 
I really didn't do anything special for my birthday. Uh, I did get money from my parents so that I then used to buy WWE 2K22. Please don't talk to me about this. <laughs> I just talked about I playing Horizon Zero Dawn and whined about it the whole time. I got no place to judge. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Cody Rhodes did quit AEW for my birthday. Thank you very much, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> It's so funny to me. It's so good. He's I'm, so fucking living. Yes. People were like shocked that he is going back to WWE for more money. And it's like, bro, <laughs> you really made like an Elon Musk shrine for Cody Rhodes, didn't you? Mm. He apparently lost the ability to book himself because people hated it so bad. <laughs> and that's why he quit. <laughs> Yeah, he's um, he's a great mid Carter. Great mid Carter, one of the best. <laughs> one of the best. People really didn't like him. Uh, you know, beating all of the new guys that came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like um, uh, you know, booking himself to win the belt five times. Three times. He's the first three-time champion. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Weird, they didn't like that? <laughs> Weird. Hmm. Including the time that uh, he beat one of the uh, people, the, the person who uh, beat him, just so he could have it back for a day, just so he could be the th- uh, third champion. <laughs> God. Oh, oh, boy. That shouldn't count. It's... For the record, I don't think that should count. Yeah, I agree, but... I feel like I'm about to open a can of worms that I'm going to be sad about, and I'm oh, going to... Oh, please do. <laughs> please. You said he's the first three-time champion. Isn't AEW, like, pretty fucking new? Like... <laughs> yeah. Like, that doesn't seem impressive when it's been going for, what, how many years? Five at most? Oh, no, not even that many. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, they're like, I think they're like a, just right before COVID. So he's just yeah. won every championship. He has won one champion three times. Yeah, the same, the same main championship three times. Founded January 1st, 2019. And I think that was just right. one single show, right? Yeah, and then like what, it didn't which Cody Rhodes won the championship. <laughs> I don't think there no. was a championship at that point. So he, he did not win. I guess twenty twenty one, twenty two. I'm not counting. Right, right. I keep forgetting it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> he didn't win the like the main champion, but he had a a, a like mid level champion that he basically just kind of made for himself okay and then he would lose it and then instantly win it back several times right okay it just seems like when <laughs> like obviously all it, it's all decided and whatever but like at least with like wwe that's a long-running thing and if you oh three consecutive championship titles or whatever that's like out of a long line of champions when it's just, yeah, I just keep giving it to myself every year. That seems even less yeah. impressive than it would be if he was giving it to himself 
as part of a longer lineage. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It just yes. that's just just how that title works is it goes to Cody Rhodes. Right. Yes. Wrestling is stupid, Luke. Yeah, it's Yeah. I guess they that's do, all I'm really saying. They li- they literally do this to inflate the number. Right. Yeah, like the the worst version of it is they had Charlotte Flair who is the daughter of Ric Flair who has like the most championship reigns of all time. And they wanted her to have the most championship reigns of all time, so they just had a thing where she would constantly win the belt and then lose it and then win it right back. Right, sure. I I guess what I'm saying is that I feel like you, before you can really pull a move like that, you have to spend some time, like, investing some, like, sense of, like value to the title <laughs> like if it's if it's just clearly you rewarding yourself from the outset then who gives a shit yeah yeah yes and people did not give a shit and in fact booed him a lot yeah <laughs> because right, of yeah. it makes sense <laughs> and yep. then people were like no everyone loved cody so much why why would he leave <laughs> <laughs> Why would they take the book away from him If he's just booking himself to win Over and over God It's so funny Also I, I played some watch More Watch Dogs Legions I'm uh, glad I'm not the only um, one Playing an open world game they don't like That much I like the gameplay uh-huh. The story though Yeah, The story though uh-huh. <laughs> Um, I did get the Assassin's Creed person. They just put an Assassin's Creed assassin in the game. Yeah, I think you mentioned that last week. Uh, and so I did her mission, and it's just a total, like, actual Assassin's Creed mission. Sure. Where you're, like, going into a tomb and, like, assassinating a dude. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they have a joke side quest where you have to climb up to the top of a building to synchronize. Sure. Okay. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. A yeah, guy, yeah. I, I, a guy did a stunner on a cop. Mm-hmm. That was the only good thing I've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was one of the best things about it. So yes. Um. Other than that, not really a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Birthday. Birthday. Molly. Yeah. How you doing? Playing sleeping dogs, bro. Hell yeah. How are those dogs? Pretty, they're pretty tired, if I'm being honest yeah. with you. <laughs> uh, but it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm having a great time. I don't know. I don't know it's, it's video games, man. Sometimes they're yeah. good. Not. Sometimes I don't know about the ones you guys are playing, but yeah, that sounds uh-huh. like it sucks. <laughs> uh huh. Listen, I understand. I I I just also am like this. <laughs> I was watching press play Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I was like, fuck, what if I played Xenoblade Chronicles 2 again? Uh, Did you s- just say that you hated that game? Well, no, I, I, I can't. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, realized what I, was, I realized what I was saying halfway through, and I'm like, no, I need to just fucking shut up. <laughs> well, see, I was going to complain that like the copy I, of Sleeping Dogs I own is on PC, so I can't play it like on the couch with the nice TV we got. 
But I did just look, and you can get the PS4 version of it for $4.50. So you know what? Yeah, it's really cheap. <laughs> Maybe I cheap. should just buy <laughs> Sleeping Dogs for $4.50. Yeah, it's worth $4.50. I can, I can assure you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has Pyra in it. Yeah, that's the that's the that's <laughs> dilemma. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh-huh. Is I see her and I lose my fucking mind. <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah. I'm probably not gonna do Mark that because I don't have time. Pyra. Bro, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be so powerful. <laughs> Final form. <laughs> Shit. That would just be Molly. Just Pyra taking people over to. Uh, various equipment to just get horribly mutilated. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, if I'm going to do anything, I have to find a way to get her into Elden Ring, because that's what I'm going to be playing soon. <laughs> that's what, yeah. that's yeah. what I really yeah. want. Is Pyro with a sword. A different sword, I guess. Yeah, I she has say, a sword regularly. I got great news for you. <laughs> yeah, excellent news about Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, no, I, I like I just been watching Chris play it. I'm like, fuck, do I actually like this game? Did I just forget that I like this right. game? Um I might. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll figure it out. Uh-huh, Hopefully uh-huh. before Xenoblade 3 comes out. <laughs> I think I have time though. Although I think that is out this year. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucked. Maybe I should play the first one. I don't know. <laughs> just really <laughs> really swerve on him. I just, you know, I'm just thinking. People say that first one's good. People do. do Pris has it. They say yeah. Monado a lot. They do say Monado. They say Monado. The bad guys are like, Monado boy. Ah, yeah, I'm British, exactly. ain't I? Yeah, it's like that. You say Monado, I say tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Monado, Monado. Uh, <laughs> uh, Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. I gotta say, they didn't bring the cinema this week. Yeah, not so much. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong, I had a great time, but they did not bring okay. the cinema this week. I think that uh, you, the way you feel about this episode is going to be a good barometer about how you feel about the second half of season two. That's fine. Yeah, I'll this, live. This episode was just me—a a lot of me just grimacing. Uh huh. It is—it is a little bit cringe at points, but not it's cringe a- in the way it's embarrassing, but cringe in that I don't want to be experiencing it because it's awful. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, as in the situations are awful, and I hate them, and I wish to save the people in them from them right. from the situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This episode introduces two of the things that people hate most about Twin Peaks Season 2. It's Harold Smith, one of them. What's that? You you both talked. I didn't hear what either of you said. Ashley, go ahead. Molly said, is Harold Smith one of them? I Uh, said, I think I can guess. No, people kind of like Harold Smith. What? What? Yeah. This man is disgusting. I'm... 100% 100% with you. This man like, turns I people kind of into like fertilizer. him as a character in the show, but his vibes are rancid. Yeah, listen, there are vibe rancid vibe havers in this show that I love. Yeah. But nah, this dude. Not nah, this dude. Yeah. 
I'm with you. This guy, this guy, if you planted that orchid on Laura Palmer's grave, he would be kind of a freak about it, like absorbing her nutrients. <laughs> no, the two things people fucking hate about season two are Dick Tremaine. That's fair. And, like I uh, said. Yeah, and am- Amnesiac Nadine, the superpowered teen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> Well, when you put that, it like that, <laughs> I will say we'll get to Nadine. We will get to Nadine. This is either going to go really bad, or it's going to be the best thing that's ever been on television. <laughs> and there is no in between. Hmm. We'll see. We'll find. We're. I'm, I'm going to find out one week at a time. Just. I. I'm not, I have gonna answer, seen, I'm not gonna say what it is. I want you two I to guess. Seen, How long do you think Nadine is gonna think she's a teenager for? For the rest of the season. Okay. Oh yeah, until at least epi- How many episodes are in the season? Twenty-two total. Uh, and until this is episode three. Until episode twenty, minimum. Okay. Okay. I, Noted. I honestly believe that it was it was just gonna keep going until season three. I, like. <laughs> There's part of me that thinks that. We're going to get to season three, and she's finally going to think she's the age she actually is. <laughs> yeah, she one. was during Twin Peaks. <laughs> See, even if the show is bad, the posts. Uh-huh. The posts are going to be good. The content. The content. The content. Premium. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Renat's freaking out. Yeah, we open in yeah. Renat's hospital room. She is, yeah, like... Out of her bed, freaking out, like, uh, hospital orderlies and Sheriff Truman are all trying to, like, pin her down into bed and sedate her as Cooper and Albert come in. Um, someone has tainted her IV drip and turned it, like, toilet cleaner blue. Yeah, they put Listerine in there. Yeah, and as they, uh, inspect her more closely, they see that her, uh, right ring fingernail is all bloodied and gross... And Cooper just jams some tweezers on in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seems like a while bad she's choice. awake and like not uh, no painkillers or you know numbed or anything. And no. he pulls out another letter. Uh, and he's like, "Oh, that's fun, Cooper. Maybe not the time, bud. Maybe like Truman just said he gave her a sedative. Maybe wait for that to kick in first. Yeah, like a second. Yeah. What am he- I looking at here? This is a, a wrestler who has a cheerleader gimmick who recently had to wear an eye patch. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that, there's Nadine okay. for you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Cooper is like specifically really bad Renette Pulaski. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Renette that just like <laughs> drains him of basic human empathy. I, it goes bad no for her every time they interact. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, Albert's little mini uh, uh, microscope. Yeah, he's got a little tiny microscope so they can check out the bee that they took out of her fingernail. Um, And yeah, Albert's kind of interested in the IV drip. He's like, yeah, this looks like dye. That's fucking weird. I don't know why he did this. Um, But uh, basically, this proves that the third man that they're looking for is nearby, and he snuck into Renette's room to put the letter under her nail. 
He's yeah. fucking taunting them. This guy's confident. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we, we didn't release any of this information to the, the press, so right. it's got to be our guy. So this is the killer fucking with us. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Cooper kind of pulls them aside to f- <laughs> reveal to them that the night he got shot, he had a, he was visited by a giant. Twice. Twice. Yeah. And, yeah, Hour's just like, <sighs> okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. okay. But you Truman know what? He does put up with like, it. <laughs> Truman's initial reaction is kind of the same as Albert's, but he gets into it after a minute. Yeah, he's like, hang on a minute. I want you to clarify for me. You yeah, were right. visited by a giant? And he's like, okay, now that I've heard you, I understand you. Bro, this actually sounds kind of badass. <laughs> Can you introduce me? Yeah. Truman's real interested in this giant. He's like, wait, how tall was he? Oh, dang, he must have been nearly hitting the ceiling, huh? What his voice? What did his voice sound like, bro? Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it was very gentle. Like, oh, oh that's, that's nice. Uh, Donna uh, goes to visit Harold Smith, our apparently our worst enemy and nobody else's. Yeah, people, people like Harold Smith generally. I have not seen much negative about Harold Smith. Maybe, um... Which has made me feel like a crazy person, so I'm very glad to hear that you both were like, oh, no. No, the vibes are bad immediately. Yeah. I don't trust botanists or horticulturists <laughs> in general, as a rule. <laughs> and yet you love poison ivy. Weird. Yeah, but she's hot, so it's different. Right, uh-huh. If, this guy, if this guy was hot, it would be different also. I would change my tune immediately. He's got pretty nice eyes, I'll give him that much. Also, to be fair, to be clear, it is not that he is agoraphobic. No, 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 no. That it's is not, not agoraphobia the reason why he has bad clear. vibes. No, 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 no. No, his bad uh, vibes are because he's a serial killer. Yeah, it, the, the, the reason he sucks is that, yeah, so he's a shut-in, and Laura used to deliver food to him as part of the Meals on Wheels program, and they talked a bunch, and from the moment Donna walks into his house, he is just, like, using the fact that Laura has, like, spilled her guts to him about everything as, like, creepy leverage over her, because yes. from his, he, he keeps like, oh, yeah, I basically already know you. Like, you don't know me, but from my perspective, oh, you may as well be already be my friend. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of there, Donna. Donna leaves yeah, no. immediately. Unfortunately, Donna He's will continue got, to like, return. Yeah. He's got a, like, hermetically sealed part of his house. You need to leave. Uh-huh. <laughs> you need to leave. Yeah. I get that he's raising orchids and flowers, what have you. Right. I don't trust this man. Yes. Don't I, trust it. Yeah. Uh, for various reasons around Christmas time, me and Chelsea watched uh, Home Alone 3. Okay. And, yeah, that sounds about right for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy was one of the burglars. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> it is when the only other thing I've ever seen this actor in. I, when he opened the, the door, door. Like, why do we know this guy? Where the fuck? Wait a fucking second! He's that <laughs> creep from Twin Peaks. <laughs> when he opened the door, I'm like, why is this dude 25? What is happening here? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because he also looks like he's maybe 30. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this guy's a creep. I hate him. Right. Don is just like, oh, well, you don't, you don't really seem like a shut. And he's like, oh, you mean what's wrong with me? 
I just can't handle being outside, but you know, yeah. If you're if you're inside in here with me, then that's okay. Why don't you just also, be inside with me? Also, I sent you a weird letter that said, "Check out the Meals on Wheels." Not come talk to me about this thing. Uh huh. But I was hoping that you would come talk to me about yeah. this thing. Yeah, he does give her two. Con- she asks him twice why he contacted her, and he gives her a different answer both times. Because the yeah, first the- time he says, well, Laura told me to get in touch with you if anything ever happened to her. And then the second time he's like, well, actually, I contacted you because I have this special rare orchid I've bred that I want you to put on Laura's grave for me since I can't go outside. I don't see why that one can't be both. It can't, you know, but I just hate him. Yeah, no, he <laughs> so sucks. I take everything he says and does in the worst possible light. Gun. Gun, gun, gun. <laughs> Um, and Donna's like, if, uh, if you knew her so well, why didn't she ever mention you to me? And he's yeah. like, well, she liked to think of me as a uh, little mystery in her life. <laughs> yeah, because um, there's one thing Laura Palmer was missing from her life. It was mystery. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking jabroni was definitely the most interesting thing going on in Laura Palmer's day to day. For sure. I was hoping you could put one of my orchids on her grave. And Donna's like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, okay, let me go get it. Do you mind if I, let me leave for a minute and I can watch you through my weird, my weird plant windows. Right. Uh, This guy's house feels like the setting for uh, an old adventure game. (laughs) No, this is a fucking hitman level waiting to happen. I can also see that, but I'm just imagining like having the first person view and being able to click on the little slip of paper sticking out of his bookshelf. That's true. You know what? Actually, a Hitman level and adventure game level, those might be the same thing. Yeah, they're not they're that different. <laughs> really, really overlapping Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, anyway. as he goes to get the orchid ready in his little, like, greenhouse, she sees a slip of paper sticking out, like, between the shelves of his bookshelf in a way that, like, that's weird. That's not how bookshelves work. Or it's, like, falling and- down the back of a shelf or something. Something, yeah. So she tries to start, like, getting it free, but it's really wedged in there, and he just watches her for a while. He's like, I guess I'll do... She's not looking over here, so I guess I'll just look. Yeah. Yeah. Comes out, does not comment on the fact that she's snooping. He's just like, well, here's the flower. Let me look at it with my monocle to make sure it looks good. Yep, looks good. Anyway, yep, put looks this good. on Laura's grave, please. Yeah, to be fair, is... when he comes out, Donna's not trying to be particularly subtle about what she was doing. No, she. I mean, she really hasn't done anything that uh, intrusive at this point. She saw a weird yeah. piece of paper and just sort of poked at it. Yeah, it looks like an envelope. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I like the thing. I kind of like unlocked like what he. The this actor looks like in my head. It looks like he is both someone who would play a high schooler and someone who would play a dad at the same time. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Hang on, I have to Google somebody to see if this guy actually looks like the guy I'm thinking of. Okay, okay. This guy's like young, creepy Adrian Brody. Yeah! 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 Which is, yeah. Which, which is to say, younger Adrian Brody, because he kind of creeps me out. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, he's already... Adrian Brody's already kind of creepy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Donna agrees to take the flower, and we are back at the sheriff's department where they are talking about the new letter they found. So far, they've gotten an R, a B, and a T. 
And yeah. four different people have had visions of Bob. Only Renette has supposedly seen him in person, based on her reaction last episode. But Cooper, Sarah Palmer, and Maddie have all had either dreams or visions or hallucinations of him. Is Maddie uh, on the list here? Yeah, Maddie's on the list. She must have reported yeah. the thing like where he climbed okay. over the couch at her. Interesting. I don't know why yeah. she would have done that. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, she is here. Um, um, go ahead. I, yeah, like the ending, like the button on that scene, the last one, sorry to keep sticking with no, it. No, no, you're fine. But it's like him going like, you, you know, she, you're just as lovely as, as she said. Like, and she goes like, what? And he's like, oh, I know so much about you. And Donna, like, kind of like bashfully like smiles and no, girl, you need to fucking get run. Yeah, yeah, like, I sure hope the people making this show understand that Donna is being extremely, like, immature and not thinking this through. And not thinking this is like, oh, what a sweet romance. Yeah, it's... He's, I he's a wounded like, soul and she's just looking for somebody that loves her. Oh, what a, what a match made in heaven. I... I always remember, like, when, like, people talk about, like, writing rooms of, like, how many shows have, like, women casually going down, like, dark alleyways. Right, uh-huh. It's like, I feel if there was a, a, you know, I don't know the full writing room of Twin Peaks, but I'm sure. gonna guess. Yeah. That if there was a woman there, they'd probably be like, eh, this is maybe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Perhaps not it. Yeah. No. Yes. Like, I don't mind it as a plot development if we understand that Donna is being a dumb teenager, you know? We'll find out, I suppose. We'll find out! Uh, Truman is still very taken with the giant story. He's like, wait, so did he have, like, a big, cool, booming voice? No, 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 he talked <laughs> gently, and very slowly and distinctly. Almost like he was deliberately talking slow on purpose to kind of troll the audience a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it did seem a bit of a troll, yes. Yeah. And, like, I, th- I was into it, but I get why some people might have gotten annoyed by it. I don't know. <laughs> and then Albert from the other side of the room just... And you gave him the beans that you were supposed to use to buy a cow, yes. Uh, which yeah. is the funniest thing anyone's <laughs> ever said. And then Cooper immediately goes, no, I gave him my ring, bro. Cooper refuses to recognize it as a joke. It's like, no, Albert, <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't give any... him beans. I gave him my ring. I didn't have any beans. Albert, you goof. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, cocaine was planted. Um, and... Yeah, he got to runs through, like, the, the letter they got from Renette's fingernail came from Flesh World... Uh, Cooper was shot by the same gun used by James Bond in the movies. In yeah, in in the film. Yeah. Yeah, he he is particularly tickled by that. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. When did but, uh, what happened? When did Albert become the best character on this show? When did that happen? <laughs> I really. I should have put the the note in at the top that you were going to end up liking Albert also, because I knew this was coming. When did he become the best guy I want to see on the show at all times? (laughs) 
Well, I mean, this actor is just amazing. Yeah, I mean, Miguel Ferrer's always good in everything, and yeah. Yeah, I, I told Molly that she should see RoboCop just for him. If you do like Albert, you should watch RoboCop. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll watch RoboCop. <laughs> But yeah, we're about to have the best Albert moment yet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was actually, I was, I wasn't sure how this was going to land for y'all. I'm so, so I'm glad to hear uh, you liked it. We both said independently to each other, uh, wow, the scene is incredible. Albert's so good. And then he uh-huh. did the thing about how he's a pacifist. And yeah. we both lost our shit independently of each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because we watched it at King. different times. <laughs> Yeah, he just gives off a couple more zingers on his way out the door, and Truman has had enough of his shit, so yeah. he grabs him by the collar. He's like, listen, Albert, I fucking hate you. And Albert grabs him by the collar back, and he has all... People quote this fucking speech all the time. I don't know what I thought, man. He's like, no, you listen here, buddy. I'm a good guy. I'm a pacifist. I'm like MLK yeah, and Gandhi. He, he says my concerns are global. I reject yeah, absolutely so revenge, aggression, and retaliation. Yeah. He's a naysayer uh, and a hatchet man in the fight against violence. Yes. And the foundation of such a life is love. I love you, Sheriff Truman. It's the funniest thing that's ever fucking happened on this show. <laughs> and then, like, uh, Cooper's just like, yeah, he's just a weird dude. He's got a weird path that no one really understands. The yeah, I don't fucking get it either, man. But, you know, he's a good guy and deep down. Maybe he is. Yeah, seems like he might. Seems like Albert might seem like a dark and cynical man who secretly Mm. has a good side. (laughs) (laughs) He's a guy with a good secret. Yeah. (laughs) That's why he's got to get the fuck out of Twin Peaks. (laughs) Yeah. That's why he fucking hates it here. I like how Truman reacts to this where he's just like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) Yeah, and, and, and Cooper just goes, yep, his path is a weird one. And then yeah. he shoulders ja- he shoulder checks James on the way out, which just made me like him a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like James' reaction to it too. He just kind of like closes his eyes, like, "Okay, you could have stopped the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah. have to do that. I'm not going to stop you though." <laughs> yeah, yeah. James is talking to Hawk because they're both the they're they're both uh, bookhouse boys. That's true. They are both bookhouse boys. I always forget James is a bookhouse boy. <laughs> Hey, what, only one episode of Bookhouse Boy content? What gives? Yeah, it's true. More Bookhouse Boy content, please. Please? <laughs> there please. should be an entire fucking... They've written Twin Peaks books, but it's all like, uh, here's Dale Cooper's autobiography. No, 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 no. I want a Hardy Boys-style no. mystery series about the Bookhouse Boys. Let's fucking go. Extrajudicial murder. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell me the bookhouse boys haven't murdered somebody? Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. To, all, to, all to keep the darkness of the forest away. That's right. right. <laughs> bookhouse boys have a dark secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, they tell James he's free to go. They know it wasn't him that, uh, you know, was doing cocaine or dealing cocaine. Uh, and then Cooper checks in on Lucy, who is working with a Scrabble tile, uh, Scrabble board I, and a pad of paper to, like, come I up with every word with BTR in it. I thought Lucy was playing Scrabble with herself. Yeah, yeah. A better world. Truly. 
I'll be honest, I didn't see the Scrabble board at first, so I just uh-huh. saw her uh, making uh, like notes, and I was like, oh, I see what she's doing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I like how Hawks would be like, oh, shit, I gotta get in on this. I love word games. <laughs> yeah. Hawk would have killed at Wordle. Oh, yeah. Hawk would be hitting two out of six every week, every Everyone day. Everyone would be furious about it. Uh-huh. He's like, like, people would be like, he's got to be doing it like on another platform. He's and then checking just... the HTML. It's all in there. It's not hard to find <laughs> the answers if you really want them. But no, he's just that good. No, he's just that good. Yeah. Anyway, and Andy then, called out and sick. Then, yeah, Andy called in sick because Lucy has a lunch date with a fella named Richard Tremaine. Ugh. Absolutely disgusting, man. He's uh, just a very, like, he's a fancy lad. He's got, like, a tweed jacket, like, draped over his shoulders. Uh-huh. He's got an ascot into, like, a plaid button-up and then a sports coat on over that. He's got a very, like, tight haircut. He's got a cigarette holder. He's got, the but cigarette, cigarette holder immediately hates this dude. <laughs> Hawk takes one look at this man and says, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the way this guy smiles is creepy as fuck. He smiles like a creep. He has, like, a, a put-on mid-Atlantic accent. He's like, ah, oh, yes, Lucy, I'm here for our lunch date. I did always think you were a woman of letters. <laughs> I'm so witty. He's exactly like that. Yep. That was a dead-on fucking impression. Also, it was, it was. Hawk takes a cigarette holder out of his hand and just snaps it in half. Yeah. And Thank the only you, Hawk. dialogue Hawk has in this scene is giving Lucy more words for the list, but they're all words, like, directed at Tremaine. Yeah, it's like, great. He breaks it's, his it's cigarette and like, prohibited. <laughs> um, oh, and robots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yet, uh, Sheriff's still talking about the giants. <laughs> like, so did his head touch the ceiling? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, no, we're not. We're still in Dick Tremaine land. I'm sorry to say, because he's just like, oh, geez, that, that guy didn't seem to like me. Did I do something to anger him? Oh, not that Native Americans don't already have a lot to be angry about. That's a normal thing for me to say. Anyway, how about we go Dutch on lunch, Lucy? Yes. He says, let's go Dutch. I hate this guy. Uh, like, he says it like he has a fun idea. Like, ooh, this'll be f- a fun gimmick for our date. We'll split the bill. <laughs> And also, I'm going to take you to a fucking diner. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I would go to a diner for a lunch date. Not no, yeah, but like... I'm not too good. Well, yeah, obviously, I would never be caught dead with this man. Yeah. But I feel like the concept of going Dutch... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, at like a diner, for... I guess, is kind of brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I definitely do get the feeling that this guy is all, like, put upon... <laughs> How do you mean? Like that, like, he is basically, like, trying to cosplay this, the the dude he seems to be. Oh, yeah, 100%. This town is, like, super, like, rural, and, like, everybody else has, like, almost like a western accent, and then he's coming in like this, like, he, he either moved here from somewhere else, which I don't know, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, or, yeah, he's just playing pretend constantly. <laughs> Yeah, but he, like, and we'll see it later. He is just absolutely the worst person. Yeah, just a like piece of shit top to bottom. 
not the worst person on this show because this show is full of awful people. He has done no murders just... or sex with teenagers, but yeah. That we know skiff. of. <laughs> that we know of. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I have a I have a new guess for who killed Lord Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it wasn't even him, it was his vibes. Yeah. <laughs> she took one look at him and died on the spot. <laughs> died on the fucking spot. <sighs> yeah, but yeah, they go to lunch and yeah, like you said, Truman is still asking about the giant. Uh, Truman, I've I DM me, I can send you some websites, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but uh then they get interrupted with Leland coming in uh with the poster and be like, hey guys, it took me like a whole fucking day to get here from the Great Northern, but I need to tell you about this guy. Cause I've seen him. Um Yeah, I try I try to call, but <laughs> Yeah, but I wouldn't give my name. So Lucy didn't fucking let me talk hung up you. on me, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he explains that, yeah, his grandfather has a summer home up at Pearl Lake, and they would go there every summer, and there was an empty lot next to it, but then on the other side of that, there was this white house, and that's where this guy lived. His name was, uh, shit, what was it? Robertson. Mm-hmm. And, um, they figure, oh, shit, that's what the letters are trying to spell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they send Hawk up there to check that out. And they all kind of, like, go off to get to work. They're like, thanks a bunch, Leland. This was super helpful, actually. So, yeah, appreciated a bunch. And he stops them to explain, hey, oh, actually, there was one more thing. That guy used to always flick matches at me. He would, like, sit on his porch and light matches and just, like, throw them at me. And then say, do you want to play with fire, little boy? Which is what Laura said to James. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When she was talking about... Bob. And Truman's him. like, ah, fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's, hmm, huh. But, uh, yeah, we're at the, <laughs> right back to Dick Tremaine, because after the commercial break, we're in the diner with Lucy and Dick. I hate this man. She is bored and angry as he is just going on endlessly about the mental, like, the mnemonic system he uses to keep track of customer orders during the holidays. Bro, it is socks. It is not hard. You are counting socks. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah, for instance, Argyle socks. I, well, I'd file that under A for Argyle. Subheading S for socks. I'll kill this And man. she's just like, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. Um, like, Lucy has never regretted anything more in her life than fucking this dude. Yeah, yeah. Cause she's finally Apparently just like, hey. she fucked this dude a lot. Or at least a lot in one night. No, it's definitely multiple times, unfortunately. Yeah, no, they... Yeah, they dated for a while, and then after uh, they had the uh, display bed fucking, he ghosted her. Yeah, they got drunk, they had sex on a display bed in the department store, and then he hasn't talked to her for six weeks. Um, but before we get to that, he does want to know if Lucy finds it odd that uh, he doesn't switch his knife hand with his fork hand while he's eating. And she's like, yeah, my mom would have called you a fucking pig. You eat too fast. Use some fucking manners, dipshit. And he's like, like actually, it's the European way, actually, so I'm, I'm more cultured yes, than I'm, you. I'm cultured and European, Lucy. It's not odd at all. I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> 
But yeah, uh, finally, she gets mad at him and yells at him in the diner, uh, explaining, all right, no, he says he feels really bad for not talking to her for weeks, so I'll tell you yeah. what, you remember that 20% discount I promised you from the store? Why don't I go pick you out something right now? One dress at the 20% discount, thank you. Uh-huh, Yes. Uh, so she just starts yelling at him, better be a maternity dress because I'm fucking pregnant, idiot. And his reaction to this is just go, hmm, preggers, eh? Well, goodbye. <laughs> well, that's enough for Trude, me. Yeah, I need to darling. go play Animal Crossing New Leaf on my 3DS. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Lucy, why? Lucy. <laughs> Lucy. There's no way that was good dick. There's no way! It simply can't be true. Yeah, it There's can't There's a reason be she didn't get through two bottles of champagne. <laughs> two bottles of champagne and required it to be a Horns department store display bed. Right, yeah, she she needed the danger of it to, to, yeah, to actually to Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh... We cut over to James and Maddie. I just went, no! <laughs> Pain! Yeah, we're we're not getting out of the cringe corner yet. <laughs> We've retreated farther in, frankly. Yeah. Uh-huh, because, yeah, then we pan over to James and Maddie that are just sitting in a booth on the same side together. And, uh, J- <laughs> James! James is like, hey, does Donna seem like like she's acting weird to you? And I like, dude, I met her fuck three fucking days bars. ago. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, well, she visited me while I was in jail, and it was it was like she wanted to do me through the bars. And Maddie has a look on her face like, oh, God, this isn't where I wanted this conversation to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, Uh-oh. Uh, uh, oh. Uh. uh. <laughs> Conjugal visit through prison bars? Because he's, like, hesitating to say it, and she's smiling, and I'm like, no, come, no, what is it? You can tell me. Oh. Oh, you uh, shouldn't have uh, told me. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> you should have put a TMI on that post. Yeesh. Uh, well, um, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine, and she, you know, kind of holds his hand in what feels pretty platonic to me, but... No. Donna no, I'm doesn't sorry. Know that. No. 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 Yeah, Luke, no. no. I know. I know. It could be seen as platonic, but we unfortunately have the context of that lovely trio's uh, singing sesh they had. They did have the singing session. I do know how this episode ends. Uh huh. So it's not. Platonic, I just have a Luke. hard time mentally reconciling with the idea that at this point, three different women have found James. Uh, attractive i know yeah Yeah. no it's it's (laughs) fucking me up too (laughs) that this show treats fucking james like the number one heartthrob of america (laughs) well he's certainly the number one heartthrob of twin no he's not i can't even i can't no not even twin peaks not even now i gotta know (laughs) bobby is a more eligible bachelor than fucking (laughs) james is yeah yeah you're right it's like it's slim pickings what happened to what happened to what's his name? Snake? Mike? Snake? Bob? Mike? Yeah, haven't been around lately. Did he die? He'll be back. Okay. He'll be back. Wasn't sure because yeah. they introduced a different Mike, so. Right. Yeah. I wasn't sure uh, if they like needed to get the other Mike out of the way because they're like, oh fuck, I forgot we named a guy this already. 
Mm-hmm. No, that's the whole joke. It's that it's Mike. It's Mike and Bob. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, they they yeah. had that joke back. Like he's like, nope, different Mike, different Bob. Yeah, I forgot already. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. Mo- months ago at this point. Um. Daughter not- walks in and sees them holding hands, and she's like. Yeah. Kinda hurt, and then she's like, "No, nah, fuck you! I've got my own weird boy now." Yeah. yeah. Guess what, James? Eat shit. I found a boy even weirder and sadder than you. <laughs> More <laughs> unfuckable than you. I apparently have a type, and it's apparently this. <laughs> it's oh. the worst. Donna, you could do so much better. You're really good. Donna peaked with fucking lore. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from there. Yeah, that is true. Uh, anyway, time for Audrey to do a little heroin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. This sucks, dude. Yeah, uh, we're back in One-Eyed Jacks, and yeah, they have Audrey tied to a chair, and Battis is videotaping her while Blackie injects her with heroin. Uh, I like how they frame this scene so that you only ever see Audrey's face on the video screen. You never actually see her face. Yeah, that's it's true. extremely well done. I just yeah. also... Uh, no, it sucks. It's a bad time. It, I feel like really adding insult to injury is the song she likes to do her uh, shitty dance to is the soundtrack for this scene. You can't turn that song against her like this. That's, yeah, that's they did, up. though. Uh, but yeah... Uh, Blackie does Blackie's... reveal that uh, Bob did the same thing to her. Uh, ben, you mean? Ben, yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Not Bob, different uh, guy. Right, yeah. The plan is to, yeah, get her addicted to heroin so that she can... Well, I think, honestly, she just wants to kill Audrey. But, like, what Ben did to her was, yeah, get her hooked on heroin. Yeah, and then she, she just wants her. to be like, hey, I did the same thing you did to me to your daughter. Fuck right, off. Right, And uh, Battis is like, hey, I mean, I kind of had fun with this for a little while. I am worried, though, that we are threatening uh, my boss, who also has a lot of money and gets people killed a lot. And he and she's like, "Oh, you're already well past the point where you're gonna get killed." Yeah, yeah. man, you you've been sending women to me for sex slavery. You really thought you were like getting out of this, okay? I, man, you're real stupid, huh? It's just like they're like a uh, part of like the Miami Vice movie where it's like they're about to like kill this crime boss, and he's like, "Why? Why do I deserve this?" And they just go, "You live a life of crime." Uh huh. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, Audrey yeah. not having a good time. No, bad time for Audrey. Yep. Um, can't wait for another twenty episodes of that. Uh huh. Yep. Mike though having a pretty good time for now. Uh, I think you'll find it, he's having a pretty bad time. It's gonna get worse, but when we join him, he's having a good time. I just wants to sell some damn shoes. Yeah. He's having a hard time selling shoes though. But yeah, he's he's not like you know down about it. This is just part of the job. He's got to show Truman a bunch of different shoes until he finds the one he likes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Truman finally does pick out one he likes. But at that point, Mike notices the stack of uh, Bob wanted posters on the table, and that freaks him out. And he starts to have like a weird episode over it. He gets like dizzy, and uh, just says, "I." Uh, Boy, I've got a medication I need to take. I get disoriented sometimes. Uh, can I just go to the bathroom real quick? I'll, I'll be right back with you. And, yeah. uh, yeah. Someone's like, yeah, no He's... problem, man. Anyway, I gotta go do a different interrogation real quick. Uh-huh. Yeah, I need to interrupt this shoe sale deal to go do something else. To do my job. Yeah. Uh, because Shelly is in Truman's office. Um, 
And she's sticking to the plan her and Bobby came up with, which is to say she is deciding she is declining to testify against her husband, as is her legal right. And Truman's like, well, okay, not a courtroom, so you yeah, wouldn't not, be testifying. We're not testifying here. Yeah, you could There's just like give a statement. There are dead people and also, like, comatose people, and we could really use your help. And she's like, no, no. And then Cooper, and- <laughs> Cooper comes in with, all right, Shelly, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, you know, Leo is really lucky to have a great wife like you, and I'm sure that after he wakes up, he will finally realize that, and you two can be happy together. And she just is sort of like, wait, what? Wait, what? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, fuck, wait, no. Uh, 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 <laughs> just kind of leaves. And, yeah, she's immediately also, like, and he, like, closes the door. Yeah, he her. escorts He's like, her out. Yeah, yeah. He's like, there's fraud getting done. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, she figured out that if uh, he doesn't go to jail, she gets a bunch of insurance money, and we're not getting anything out of her. Yeah, he's like, well, who's pulling the strings then? And he's like, I have no fucking idea. That's a great question. Yeah, Shelly wouldn't come up with something like that. She's not a crime doer. Who's Shelly involved with that does crimes, though? Damn! I don't know if they know that Bobby is with Shelly. Yeah, I don't think they know that. They have not seen Shelly and Bobby in a room together, so Cooper hasn't been able to figure it out yet. Yeah, no, no uh, no body language yet. Yeah, yeah. No Bobby language. <laughs> so true. Um, Mike's in the bathroom. Yeah, Philip Gerard is uh, trying to get his uh, like medicine out. It's like a needle. Um, and he just starts having a seizure while he's trying to like pop the lid off. Is that what this is? He's having an uh, episode for sure. I mean, it's... It kind of, it looks to me like a seizure. I don't okay. know. He's having an episode. Yeah, we we don't need to get more specific than that. I suppose. Yeah, I guess I don't actually know. Yeah, yeah. It is the stuff that is in his thing, like the same thing that was in the. Yeah, it's a bright blue liquid, just like what was in Renette's IV that uh the third man put in there. Oh, is it? And... I, I didn't see it. Yeah, I think I think we see it later when they find it. On oh, the when they pick floor. it up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he yeah. never actually injects himself with it. Right, he, like, the episode he's having causes him to drop it, so, I, like, yeah. I do like the camera movement of, yeah, like, him, like, having his episode, and then, it, like, the camera pulls away so it's not looking over the stall anymore. Yeah, the camera starts, off, like, he, looking down into the stall, and then it, like, comes down so it's looking at the door, and when he opens the door, he's not Philip Gerard, he's Mike. Yeah, and he's like, Bob, I know you're here. I'm after you now. Oh, Still, okay, is that what's happening here? All right. Yeah, he turned into Mike from Cooper's Dream. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, at the Great Northern, <laughs> today, instead of a uh, barbershop quartet, there's like a high school marching band staying here. That one makes more sense. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah, yeah that definitely. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I just also got reminded of... Uh, the time that a anime convention and a cheerleader convention happened at the same time. <laughs> that was a fun time. Yeah. Uh, we get more of the mysterious Asian businessman. We do, who still has not had... Oh, no, he has had some, like, a line of dialogue when he tried to call Josie and got Truman instead. It's true. Uh, yeah, he just is continuing to glare at people from 
the corner of the room. Mostly at Cooper. Mostly at Cooper. Uh, Cooper approaches Ben to ask if he's heard anything from Audrey. And he's like, no, but I mean, honestly, she goes missing all the time. I'm not that worried about it. And he's like, hey, you fucking my daughter? (laughs) Yeah. The part where he's like, yeah, she does this all the time. I was like, you know what? That makes sense. I guess I understand why he's not that worried about it at this point. That does track, actually. Um... But then uh, Cooper's like, is there trouble at home? Uh, and Ben is like, oh, so you're fucking my daughter. I see. Maybe you yeah. shouldn't do that. He's like, I, I detect something more than professional concern from you, Agent Cooper. He's like, well, yeah, and, we're we're buds. Yeah. Like, I feel like Cooper could have said, like, well, a young woman has disappeared in a town where women have recently disappeared and then found dead. <laughs> He tries that, but he doesn't really try that. Yeah, Yeah. Ben's response is fucking wild. He's like, listen, Audrey wraps men around her little finger, so you need to be careful because she'll destroy you. You need to go park your jalopy outside someone else's bedroom window. (laughs) What the fuck are you on about? (laughs) She is an 18-year-old girl. Y'all know what the fuck's happening here. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, men fall under Audrey's spell like ducks in a shooting gallery. What? Holmst! Uh, you know, if you don't want to end up with a load of buckshot in your ass, uh-huh, I suggest yeah. you call off this this whole situation. And Cooper's like, uh-huh. okay, fuck, Jesus, God. All right, fucking sorry for... All right, we'll cancel this subplot. Uh-huh, yeah, fine, we won't do this romance subplot. It was a little weird anyway. My girlfriend didn't like me doing it. And Cooper and Cooper is like, okay, geez, man, it sucks when somebody else reads your body language. I'm gonna stop doing that. Yeah, Jesus man, is this Christ. what I've been doing to people? Shit, is this what my this life is to God. <laughs> I gotta stop that. This Ben, this Ben guy, shown me something. Speaking of the things that suck, this next scene. <laughs> oh, I didn't think we would get a third Renal brother. There's always another Renal baby. <laughs> Oh, bite the bullet, baby. No, we have th- gone through Bernard Renault and Jacques Renault, and now we've got the most evil Renault yet. Jean. Uh, Jean Renault. This all sucks. This, this all guy sucks. looks like Man. shitty David Bowie. <laughs> I always said that he looks like shitty Phil Hartman. <laughs> sure. I thought he was William Shatner for a minute. I'm not going to lie to you. You team. know what? No, that. No, you got <laughs> it. No, yeah, yeah. He's shitty Will Shatner. It, you it. found it. I thought it was Will Shatner. He's French-Canadian Will Shatner. If you told me William Shatner was French-Canadian, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Audrey is still passed out uh, from the heroin, uh, lying on a bed, and Blackie brings Jean Renault in to see her. He brushes a blank uh, black handkerchief over her face to wake her up, and then just kind of like... Way too sensually puts a caramel in her mouth. It, ta- it takes so long, and it's just so, so like, bad. Suck on the caramel, baby. You and need then, the sugar right now. And then he licks his fingers because he's the grossest man ever. Yeah. Like, ah don't, ah, don't suck too fast. There's plenty where that came from, baby. I hate that you're doing this. <laughs> I already just had to hear it once. <laughs> Bite the bullet. Uh, <laughs> he gives her more heroin. He gives her, yeah, yeah true. Mm-hmm. And Audrey. Audrey, you should have yeah. just dipped. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like many I guess people, because like oh, many people, like many many people on the show, you should have just hit the fucking bricks. You gotta learn to hit the bricks, Maddie. Gotta you should have left the second the fucking funeral ended. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Also, we find uh, uh, John Renault is involved with Blackie's sister. Right. Yes. Who I don't think gets named. No, uh, Emery. but they seem to hate each other. No, uh-huh. it's, I think it's Emery. Is it, oh no, I think Emery. Oh, you're is, right. You're I right. think Emery Baddis is Baddis' full oh, name. Oh well, then why? But oh no, I Nancy s- is her name. Nancy is her name. Okay, All right, sorry. Fucking. Well, a lot of names. They're not going to matter that much. Fair enough. Uh, I guess Blackie be- heard Audrey's phone call about seeing somebody in a tuxedo, so she found the guy in the tuxedo on her security footage, and Baddis well, recognized him. Well, they were just right off of camera. Yeah. Uh huh. And Bat's like, ah, oh, shit, that's an FBI agent. Fuck, ah, oh, damn it, shit. Yeah. Uh, and Jean Renault is just like, okay, well, that guy killed my uh, brother and was responsible for my other brother dying, as far as I know, so I want to kill him, please. Yeah, I would uh, deliver him to me. I would kill him. We're going to do a whole little hostage plan with uh, Audrey, and uh, I will take a cut of the money to handle everything as long as he's the one who delivers it, and then I shoot him, and then everyone is happy. I Everybody think, gonna be happy. I think the um the real lesson of Twin Peaks is not only is Canada evil, but Quebec is much worse. Quebec is the like the pulsing evil, evil heart, heart at yeah, the core of Canada. Yeah, and, Vancouver, and its veins spread from you know. Unfortunately, it does Ontario get to Vancouver to Newfoundland, yeah. but they're everywhere. It's disgusting. It is the Mexico City of Canada, <laughs> right? The fuck does that mean? Uh, when usually when bad things happen to white people in movies <laughs> that take place in Mexico, it's in Mexico City because that's the only city pe- white people know of Mex- in Mexico. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So they're gonna yeah set up a whole ransom thing with Ben Horn and then uh, murder Audrey once they're getting the money and then yeah Cooper, John's gonna probably. murder Cooper. Has oh boy this is really setting up a real. Uh, I'm sweating bullets. I, I'm worried Agent Cooper might have met his match with this new villain. Yeah, I'm really worried about this one. <laughs> 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 yeah, the first two Renault brothers were uh, peons, but this man, truly a king. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cooper it realizes that like the, the one-armed man was here. Only calls him one-armed man. <laughs> Everyone keeps calling him by his name, and Cooper's like, you mean the one-armed man? Cooper. Relax. Uh, but and then he's like, "Oh yeah, he went to the bathroom and like never came back." Okay, well that's all right. We should probably <laughs> Cooper, go check the. Cooper does rightfully go, and you didn't think that was fucked up? Yeah. Uh huh. I guess we should go look at that, and he's right. Yeah. But Cooper thinks it's fucked up because he's like, "Oh, that guy knew Bob." Yeah. Right. Like you know, he's not like, "Oh, a guy was having a like." the starting of an episode and then went to the bathroom and never came back. Yeah, like, maybe you should have checked on him. He might be passed out in the bathroom, guys. He might have bit off his tongue. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, they check, and yeah, uh, Philip Gerard is long gone, but his medication, the syringe, is still left behind, and yeah, it's got the same blue liquid that oh, Renette's okay. IV yeah, that had, like blue. we said. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Cooper picks it up, and he's like, Without chemicals, he points the giant's third clue. Yeah. Okay, Cooper. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, man. I, you know, 
it's it's basic stuff. I like that every clue has been like one episode after the next. Yeah. That's, that's a nice little bit of, you know, structure. Oh, listen, I'm not against it. I'm just saying. No, no. Listen, Cooper's very excited about this. Yes. Uh, anyway, you want to see these really fancy restraints they got for Nadine? Because we're going to show you a real good close-up of that. Yeah, they uh, have to put these big, thick, uh, padded handcuffs on Nadine with a, like, the kind of chain you'd use to lock up a motorcycle because she keeps ripping through every restraint. They need to keep her restrained for her own safety because she's going to hurt herself. Right. Yeah, they're just kind of like, hey, remember that Nadine canonically has super strength? Yeah, remember that one time in, like, episode two or three when she had super strength? Anyway, back to that now. It's very funny. Uh-huh. Uh, Doc Hayward says that maybe Ed can help calm her down. You know, maybe sing her a song or something. She can probably hear you in there. So, you know, maybe that'll soothe her. And It's kind uh, of a sweet yeah. sentiment. Thanks, Doc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Hayward leaves them alone. And Ed just kind of, like, takes her hand and starts singing. Ed got a pretty singing voice. Yeah, he does all right. Yeah. I miss Big Ed. Big Ed's a Big good Ed, where guy. you been, man? Love to see a Big at Ed. At the hospital. I know he's been at the hospital. Listen, I know. Yeah. I wish but, yeah, he was doing Bookhouse Boy shit instead. Sh- uh, yeah, I do wish he was doing Bookhouse Boy shit. Uh, he sings, like, on top of Old Smokey for her, but then slowly through it, she starts gripping his hand tighter and tighter to the point where she is, like, hurting him. Yes. And then finally... And he's like, oh. Yeah. Like, it seems like it's calming her down at first, but then she really starts freaking out, rips through the big, thick chain they've got her chained to the bed with, and then starts clapping and doing a cheer routine as she sits up and finally opens her eyes and says, Hi, Eddie! You here to pick me up, take me to cheerleading practice? The doctor said that I might be out for a bit from tonsillitis. It's like, uh, what? Well, Eddie, I'm a high school senior. I gotta be a cheerleader. You're only in high school once. Uh, you're only 18 once. You're only 18 once. Yeah, yeah. And Big Ed's like, ah, fuck. It's like, oh, no. Uh-oh. Yeah, no good. Yeah. Big Ed's in, uh... Big Ed's in some trouble. Yeah. Yeah. We might also be in some trouble as viewers. Maybe. Maybe, or maybe it'll be great. Again. Honestly, I have not rewatched the back half of season two in a long time. Maybe it's great. Who knows? I think at the very least, it'll be fun to talk about. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Anyway, uh... <laughs> why did they let Jacoby do this to his room? At the hospital. <laughs> they go to Jacoby's room and he is just hawaii it out. There's yeah, so apparently he, like, is from Hawaii. <laughs> See, here's the thing. No, he fucking isn't. Yeah, I don't I buy do not it believe for him for one fucking second. This is a woman he hired off Craigslist. <laughs> 1990s Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, which I guess it's just means flesh world. world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If Doc Hayward had a summer home in Hawaii, he would not fucking live in Twin Peaks. He hates it here. Do you mean Jacoby? What did I say? Doc Hayward? Yeah, no, said Doc Jacoby. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Jacoby would be out of here the second he could afford to be. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is happening here. But what about that Laura Palmer pussy? She's dead. 
Maybe he was getting all the stuff together to be like, all right, bye. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm just saying, I think this is all a fantastical fiction Jacoby tells himself, perhaps as part of the hypnotic process he's about to submit himself to. <laughs> gotta, re- no, I, I, gotta remember I think Pebble he's Beach. a weirdo with a wife who doesn't speak English. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> awful. Rancid. Yeah, no, listen, I'm not saying that, like, the what... He is putting forward is a normal life. No, 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 no. I'm not suggesting you are. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I cannot believe any woman would agree to marry him. <laughs> I've just seen Just for your pe- own sanity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. He's a therapist. That's true. But anyway, yes, he's here with his alleged wife, who is a Hawaiian woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, Truman needs to hold a uh, gemstone up in the air so it catches the glint of the lights. Higher. Higher. Yeah, a little higher. Right uh-huh. there. Right there. <laughs> As uh, Cooper reads a hypnotic, uh, like, like a set of phrases that will, you know, put Jacoby under hypnosis so they can try to get more information about what he saw the night that Jacques Renault died. Bro, this shit doesn't even hit. <laughs> it's just it's just all about golfing. It's just yeah. golfing. He's just describing golfing. It hits for Truman. Yeah. Truman starts to fall asleep holding the rock and goes to be like, hey, hey, hey. Pick that up. Come on, man. Um yeah. I I like that Jacoby keeps on talking about like the park where he saw Laura and Cooper's like, no, no, back on track. Yeah, uh-huh. Don't want to hear about your creepy Laura thing right now. We're focusing on Jacques. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he starts to describe what was there that night. You know, he hears, uh, you know, sound. Okay, he starts like, well, you were there, Cooper. Okay, after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and eventually he gets to, yeah, he sees a guy. He gets woken up by the sound of ripping tape, and he looks over, and he can see someone smothering Jacques with a pillow. And oh shit, he knows that guy. Yep. <gasps> and this is all we see for now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we get a good Donna scene. I like this scene. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is, like, I'm like, all right, this is what I want Donna to be doing. <laughs> this is the Donna content I like to see. Yeah. She brings her uh, she, the orchid. Yeah. Yeah, she drops the orchid off at Laura's grave. I like she's just very casually talking to the tombstone. Like, all right, so what, were you fucking that dude? You were probably fucking that dude, you right? You were probably fucking that dude for real. He seems real. nice. I'm like, <laughs> He's nice. He's kind of kind of a freak, but uh, you were probably into that. Anyway, I don't know. Shit's weird. I'm mad at you because you died. But we're still just keep talking about you and all of your problems. Right, like you're fucking dead and everything still revolves around you. Yeah, so what gives? Yeah. Uh, she does have it where she's like, you know, when you were here and it was like you and me and James together, things kind of like worked. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, there you go, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just not how they intended the life. No, not at all. No. But it, it is clear. But it is also literally what she says. Yes. <laughs> they were just all in a polycule. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, she just slowly gets angrier and angrier and then, like, starts crying and, uh, you know, talking about how, like, yeah, oh, we didn't, 
bury you deep enough. Your problems keep seeping up out of the ground. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. You know, it's good. It's good. It, she, she acts it well. You know, she's got to do a monologue at a rock, and, you know, she sells it. It's it's real good. It's really good. And then to, and then to see the opposite of that, James comes into <laughs> the Palmer house. Yep, then we cut over to James visiting Maddie, because he's looking for Donna. He's just got to talk to somebody, because his mom got back in town, and, oh, I'm still so steamed about her. Fuck, I hate when my mom has sex and drinks alcohol. Ah, oh, yeah, like, fuck. Like... We we make fun of him because of course we do because look at him, uh, but like mm-hmm. you know, it sucks that his mom's an alcoholic. That does. But suck. also at this point, I'm starting to get the suspicion that uh, opening up about his alcoholic mother is James's method of hitting on women. <laughs> yeah, kind of seems like it. Kind of seems like when he wants to get smooched, he starts uh, revealing what a soft, sensitive boy he is. Yeah. You know, like, deep, you know, it may not be believable, but deep beneath this manly hardness, <laughs> there is a soft center. <laughs> <laughs> if, you can get, if you can get this leather jacket off of me, you can see the knit sweater beneath it. <laughs> also, listen... If my kid was James, I'd drink too. Jesus. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> anyway, Maddie and James kiss and then embrace. And then it turns yeah. out that Donna walked in just in time to see all of that. And she's like, well, fuck. I, I don't it. even think she saw them kissing. The way it's framed, it kind of seems like she only saw them hugging. Yeah. Like, on one hand, she is correct to suspect something, but also she's never actually seen anything. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, and also the way that they are just, like, two deer in a fucking headlight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, (laughs) James uh, throws a lamp off an end table on his way out, which seems rude to the Palmers. Yeah, because Leland comes down and he's like, dude, what the fuck? Hey, man, (laughs) that's my stuff. (laughs) Who are you even? And then he just goes out to the middle of the street and goes, Why? <laughs> they could have let this guy play Darth Vader at the end of uh, episode three. I am now imagining a world in which this guy <laughs> plays Anakin Skywalker in the prequels. There you go. He'd be too old at that point. but He would be too old, but... But... And it would be so funny. <laughs> just take James as Anakin. Is... <laughs> God. I killed the women <laughs> and the children, too. Killed the women and the children, too. <laughs> like animals. Uh, yeah, anyway. I, um, I want her to see me. Not like that. I want her to really see me. That seems like something that James would say. It yeah, does. I thought that like, might have been a James line. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, it really is. Honestly, hmm. Might have to try to compile a list of Anakin and James quotes uh, for next week and see if we can guess which is which. Incredible quiz. Um, Leland. From James is Tavros to James is Anakin. Both are correct. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but we go to Maddie back inside. Uh, who says, you know, she's clearly upset. Um... She says it's like she's fallen into a dream, and everybody keeps thinking she's Laura because she looks like her, but she's she's not. She's nothing like Laura, 
and she's sobbing, and Leland is trying to console her. Yeah, it's a nice scene until the police show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I do feel like Leland, too, is still, like, he's clearly, like, legitimately trying to console his niece, but he does still have that edge of, like, he is in a way too good of a mood since he killed that man. Yeah, he is the devil still. Even now, he's just like, yeah, honey, it hurts real bad, doesn't it? But it's okay, you'll find someone to murder, too, and then you'll be good. If only it was so easy. Yeah. Do you want to murder James? We can help you murder James. I, I would do that. He just threw my pictures off this he end table. He broke my fucking lamp, honestly. I, yeah. You'd be doing me a favor. <laughs> you know how much it's going to cost me to replace that phone? I'm going to vacuum the carpet where the lamp broke. I'm going to step on random shards of it for the next two years, though. I know. That's just how it, <laughs> how it works. You never get it all. Uh, fuck that kid. Fuck that <laughs> Sorry, kid. what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, Sheriff Truman, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? You I was just talking about yeah, murdering that teenager. What's up? <laughs> yeah, uh, you're under arrest for the murder of Jacques Renault. And he's like, oh, damn. And he's oh, like, oh, shit. fuck, they caught me. And, uh, and Maddie is like, oh, jeez. I gotta I'll let say, go of this murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie's like, oh. Oh. Uh, oh, okay, okay, you. Hmm. Uh, I will say, the case against Leland Palmer at this point, even though he did it, seems pretty flimsy. It's pretty flimsy. They're not, I mean, you know, I guess it's 1991. You could probably use hypnosis-induced evidence. Yeah. yeah literally the only evidence they have is That's testimony much gotten it. under hypnosis. From a guy who is clearly the shadiest man on the planet. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. It would take uh, two seconds to assassinate his character. Right. Yes. This is also, uh, like, at this point, like, the tenth time some character has said it feels like they're dreaming. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, Donna, she needs to go to someone. Who is she going to go to? Not her mom that she had a very deep, intense conversation about this romance. Yeah, both of her parents are very open and, like, willing to talk to her and listen to her problems. You know, She's had heartfelt conversations with each of them. Alright, okay, you two. She's still a fucking teenager. She's literally had conversations with her mom about weird relationship stuff. She is still a fucking teenager. She's going <laughs> to make bad decisions. Sure. And by God, does she? Yeah, listen, I am not condoning the behavior of Donna here. No, 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 I know you're not. I know you're not. But come on now. I'm just saying she had options. She did have options. I wouldn't go home. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, she goes to see Harold Smith again because she didn't know where else to go. She needs to talk to somebody. And she's just like, I don't understand. He sucks so bad, but I love him anyway. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do be like that sometimes. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Specifically about I... this exact boy. Also about me. Also about me. Uh, he starts, like, using the same little in-jokes that Laura used to use with her, which, again, just it's so through gross. the roof creep shit. Nightmare. Donna, my Donna, there's always manana. You can't say that. No. Bro, you can't say that. You're 30. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, oh, how'd you know she used to say that to me? And he's like, yeah, uh, I just know things about you. I know so much about you. Anyway, Blah. why don't I go fix you a drink? Do not drink anything in this man's home. Do not drink anything no, this no, man offers no, no, you. No, 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 no. 
I, I cannot stress this enough that this man has turned at least two people into fertilizer. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, but while he goes... <laughs> there's something about this man's house that Donna just feels compelled to snoop anytime she's left alone in it. Because, again, it's an adventure game screen, and she just starts clicking on shit. As she should. Yeah. Uh, so she starts off, like, looking at, like, a pretty flower he's got, but then that draws her attention to a book on his table that has a page at the front that says, This is the diary of Laura Palmer. What? I thought the police found the diary of Laura Palmer in her room. Cooper ripped open the lock and everything. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. This didn't hit me. I was like, yeah, all right. No. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Um, so between season one and two, they published a book called The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer. I see. Uh, yeah, which right. is like... Uh, David Lynch had his daughter, I think Jennifer Lynch is her name, write it because she was like in her 20s at the time. He's like, yeah, you're close enough in age. You can probably like get the vibe right. You're a woman. <laughs> yeah. Like, let me explain to you the plot and like what happened to her and you write this. And then like, I, I don't know the exact process for for making it. But uh, the way the diary is written, a lot of the page, like there's notes about, like, okay, like the next 10 pages are ripped out. Here's the next entry we have. Or like this part's like ripped, like scribbled out and stuff so that you don't. They have all of everything Laura was saying and feeling without giving away the mystery, you know? Yeah. Um, I've heard it's actually a pretty good book. I have not read it. All right. I'm not gonna. Yeah. But yes, uh, the the idea is that it is the same exact book that Donna just found. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, that's where we leave this episode off at. Yes, it's true. Who do who who do you who do you think killed Laura Palmer? I already said. Frank, you said Dick Tremaine. <laughs> yeah. I, I also did say Dick Tremaine's vibes. Uh yeah, yeah. I feel like Dick Tremaine's not even the number know. one suspect of new characters introduced in this episode. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It is Harold is the new number one. Right. Uh but unfortunately like the- it was also the ghost of Bob Smith or whatever the fuck this guy's name's gonna be. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, the, Bob, the Robertson Bob ghost. Bobertson. I feel like the suspect list at this point goes number one, Harold Smith, number two, Bob Robertson, <laughs> number three, Jean Renault, number four, Dick Tremaine. <laughs> I forgot about Jean. He might have done it. Can't forget about Jean. I, I forced him out of my head. You cannot allow yourself to forget about Jean. That's when he gets you. Oh, no. <laughs> he went on to make foot porn on Totally Spies after this. <laughs> <laughs> He's already killed you <laughs> so, ma- so many times He's <laughs> killed me in every way you can uh-huh. <sighs> oh, Anyway Anyway That's an episode of Twin Peaks That's an episode of Twin Peaks, that's an episode of Twin Peaks. This, is, this is the first one where I'm not uh, I'm not like oh to cinema Yeah This was pretty good I mean I still again still had fun but there, there is cinema left to go in season two, but I do feel like we will be feeling the cinema receding. Yeah, that's fine. And mm-hmm. then come back with a vengeance when we actually go to the <laughs> cinema. Yeah, before that even. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you guys want some questions? We'll love yeah! a question. At least one. Uh, from Smoothie Tootie, are crystals still cool or have weird white people ruined them? Oh, weird white people definitely ruined them. Yeah. yeah. I Like, crystals... Just as, like, a thing are still cool. 
But and like the concepts of like healing crystals, I'm very sorry, but yeah, we no, did get those out of here. Final yeah, Fantasy fourteen, or I guess Final Fantasy General, really is just a series dedicated to trying to rehabilitate the crystal. Um, right. But we just can't let it happen. The only good crystals uh, are the people I know named Crystal. That's true. Those are good crystals. I'll, you know, I'll give one up for the crystals you can channel elemental magics through. If you can yeah, shoot a fireball out of your crystal, then I'll give you credit for that one. Yeah. Uh, from Turtle Ant, uh, does like every crystal look delicious to any of you? Uh, they all look like candy to me. I mean, sure, yeah. I've oh, I guess, candy. I guess, yeah, yeah. Ra- I guess some of them do, but not. I was, yeah. I certainly would not say all of them. Remember that but one? Yeah, like that- the- oh, go ahead. I was gonna say like there's some like cloudier crystals. Where I'm like, mm. yeah. Remember that but, like, one yeah. that was going around a while ago that just looked like a big chicken nugget? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, let me find That's it. It's a different kind of tasty. Like, yeah, like most of the time it's just like that looks like a fucking ring pop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, forbidden cherry candy. Yeah. Uh, from October Violence, uh, what's your most, what is your favorite mystical slash magic crystal in fiction? Mm. I promise this is not an attempt to get you to talk about Zeo Crystal. You didn't need to clarify that, because I wasn't going to say the Zeo Crystal. Did you think any of us were going to say Zeo Crystal? I just wanted to say what... Oh, I know it's know, what October wrote. What October yeah, said. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going after October that. on this one, not yeah. you. Uh, Molly, I have posted the chicken wing uh, crystal oh, in yeah, our look, chat. look at the forbidden tendy. Fuck, it looks yeah. delicious. Look at that. I want to put some honey mustard on that bad boy. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, favorite crystal. Favorite hmm. crystal. Uh, at Arcane Crystal on Twitter. Sure. Uh, she's not fictional, though. Oh, that's true. She's not fictional. Yeah. Well, wasn't there? I forgot fictional. Right. A Final Fantasy where the lesbians turned into crystals. Those. Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of uh, the Adventure Zone. Oh yes. <laughs> it's not true. They turned into a tree. Anyway. Turned into a tree. Uh, well, the one I can think of off the top of my head is the legendary silver crystal from Sailor Moon. So I guess that one wins by default. Yeah. There's like job crystals in Final Fantasy, but it's not really that good. Yeah. Why? I don't want to fucking work. Yeah, I don't want to put a job inside a crystal. What gives? Yeah, no. Unless that is sealing the job away. No, it, it it allows you to enhance the job. Yeah, no. Yeah. By enhance the job, do you mean get a significant pay raise? Well, <laughs> as you kill bigger off. guys, they have more money. <laughs> I guess that is true. So, like, kind of. Kind of. Mm, it's on thin ice. Yeah. It's not. It's on thin uh, yeah. crystals. It's very thin crystal. And then from Sirius Tiberius, how would that detective from the Giant Beast FMV detective game do in Twin Peaks? Would you play a Twin Peaks FMV game? I would absolutely play a Twin Peaks FMV game. Yeah, sure. Sounds great. Yeah. And yet, we, I think we've already talked about uh, Inspector Jenks. Yeah. And- from Contradiction, Spot the Liar. Right, yeah. of course. Yeah. And yeah, no, I, I, he would fit in right alongside Cooper. Yeah, yeah, him and Cooper would get along great. <laughs> I don't I don't know him well enough, frankly. Yeah. Did not watch that series. No, well. It, it, I played the whole game. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've played, like, the beginning of it, but, you know, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. If, if you like Phoenix Wright and very cheesy FMV, it's a great game. I, yeah. 
I was going to say I like cheesy FMV, but no, I don't. I can't lie. <laughs> well, that's it for questions. Okay, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com. Uh, primarily right now, Eidolon, Become Your Best Self. Nope, that's the name of the game that we play on the podcast, Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast that I GM in order to play that game whose title I said a second ago. Yeah. Like we uh, said at the top, season finale. It's out now on Patreon if you're listening to this. If you haven't started the show, it's a great time. You have the whole thing now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So two fucking years. Two fucking years of episodes. Uh, it's more like 90. It's it's 90 episodes of the mainline show. Yes. yes. And then 10 other episodes that are like, well, you know, you want to listen to the session zeros, so 92. Oh, I forgot about the session zeros. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else, Luke, that it? That's it. All right, Ashley. You can find me at your librarian with an underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. And also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your Give fucking, Ashley your fucking money. money. It was her birthday, for God's sake. Yeah, come on. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, your friend Molly's Y-E-R, audioentropy.com, ibmayo.com, thesecondbestgame.club. Um, you go to audioentropy.com, hit that donate button in the upper right-hand corner, give us a little bit of uh, money for the hosting for the website. Uh, thank you, everybody, who has done so. Leave us a review wherever you can leave reviews, everywhere, and only give us the highest rating. Thanks. Do it. Thank you. Um, And that's it. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. Damn fine podcast.